time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Very good evening. Welcome to a special Cup semi-final edition of Red Friday. Your best look ahead at the weekend sport. A major focus on the Dons from Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, after the disappointment of last week's defeat at Tynecastle, it's the opportunity to make it back-to-back William Hill Scottish Cup finals when we face Motherwell at Hamden in the last four tomorrow lunchtime. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. We'll also be hearing from two Aberdeen legends. We'll have the rest of the weekend action. And, of course, we'll have, as ever, the predictor. But, uh, first of all, Andrew and Dave. Andrew, the Cup semi-final, always a special occasion. The best occasion if you win, the worst occasion if you don't. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. I mean, it's it's all about getting the victory and getting yourself through to the Cup final. Performance doesn't really matter. Great if you can have a wonderful performance and a wonderful result, but uh, no point in performing well and then losing to a sucker punch at the end of the game. It just... It's all about getting to the the big game on the 19th of May. Yeah, and we're getting used to them, Dave. It's our sixth semi-final in the past five seasons. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. And uh, Derek McInnes, for one, he's really relishing a return to the National Stadium. Players have done well to get themselves again to back to Hamden. It's our fifth visit um, uh, from last season and this season. Um, so we're kind of getting used to the, the surroundings there and the familiarity of that. We've won our last couple of semi-finals um, and I think the experience of that hopefully helps us you know I think maybe bar one game as a player and manager I can only think that semi-finals are very difficult games um, not normally a spectacle in terms of um, enjoyable um, and sometimes it's just all about getting through and getting the club into the final but a fantastic opportunity um, one we're all obviously keen to try and make the most of and get the club into a final we played Motherwell not that long ago. If we show that sort of form, Andrew, then there can be only one outcome. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Um, and I think the experience that we've got of having been to Hamden so often is going to stand us in good stead. Uh, I'm looking at uh, recent form from both sides. Aberdeen, four wins and a defeat in their last five. Motherwell, three draws and two defeats. They haven't won in their last five games. They haven't scored in four of their last five games. You know, they're not in great form, but they will be difficult opponents. But I think if the form book's anything to go by, Aberdeen have got to be the more confident of the two sides going into this one. We've seen both sides of the Dons in the last two games, though, mm. haven't we? Yeah, we, we certainly have um, a brilliant win at Fir Park against Motherwell, but then a really poor performance, desperately disappointing against Hearts. But uh, yeah. Scott Booth is uh, confident that they can put things right after that loss at Tynecastle. Sometimes it is hard to put your, your finger on why a performance that's you know below par arrives at a, a point where you think things are turning around again and the consistency is coming back but I think um, based on that and, and that performance being so close to, to this massive game I think it does make players you know, look at themselves a bit harder and, um, and think well, what, what didn't I do and um, as a, a club and a, as a squad they'll definitely talk about it and they'll know that they have the potential to, to wipe that aside and, and, and go out there and they've been a, a really good bounce back team if they have had a, a poor performance or a, a below par performance they've managed to, to get it together because I think they're a, a real tight squad. 
A pressure situation, Andrew, but uh, a pressure that Aberdeen's players should be, or the majority of them, should be well used to. Yes, and as Scott Booth rightly says there, Aberdeen have shown this bounce-back ability that uh, when they, they have a setback, it generally isn't followed by another poor performance. And I think, you know, that will stand them in good stead again. Uh, Motherwell, as I mentioned, are, are struggling to get any sort of wins uh, in their, in recent weeks. But, you know, it's a cup semi-final and form goes out the window it's all about who produces the goods on the day and I think the manager mentioned earlier on he can only remember one semi-final he was really able to enjoy and if you think back to that one I'm sure he's referring to the St Johnson League Cup semi um, it was a very very nervy opening uh, period in that game I think we scored early and then St Johnson battered us until Peter Pollock got the, the all important second goal and that's the way semi-finals go yeah, we could do with a start like we had against Hibs last year, couldn't we? Oh, that would be great. Uh, Aberdeen going ahead after uh, 12 seconds with Adam Rooney. It was a bit of a roller coaster that one then, wasn't it? And then um, Aberdeen getting the winning goal with a, a deflected Hayes effort uh, with, with five minutes left. But I would certainly uh, settle for that. Yeah, the pressure is definitely on uh, ahead of tomorrow. Might not be pretty, but um, as for handling the occasion... Niall McGinn says the Dons can handle the heat. There's always pressure with, with semi-finals and finals, but it's one of those ones we've had the experience now in the, the last couple of seasons getting the finals, and obviously over the course of the last number of years we've won that cup as well, and we've been to continuously semi-finals as well. So, no, these days out of Hamden's are the, the games you want to be involved in as players. So, uh, no, we're just looking forward to it. And regarding pressure, there probably is no real added pressure. It's just obviously been a norm now for the last couple of years. So we've just got to go there and enjoy it. But the most important thing is, is obviously getting the win. Yes, getting the win, irrespective of what happens in the yeah. 90 or 120 minutes, it's it's all about getting there. It is, and as I say, you know, Aberdeen have, have suffered at the hands of St Johnston, at the hands of Dundee United in previous semi-finals, but we've won our last two semis, albeit against Championship opposition, right enough. Uh, but, you know, I, I do think that... Um, you know, past experience counts for an awful lot. Uh, Motherwell, they'll argue, well, we won our last semi-final against Rangers, but bear in mind Louis Moult was on fire at that time. And Motherwell's record since Louis Moult's last goals, which ironically came against Aberdeen, doesn't make great reading. Played 24, won 6, drawn 7, lost 11. So, Custis Main's done well, um, but he's no Louis Moult. And so... I'm not saying that Motherwell won't be a, a threat to Aberdeen, but not as much of a threat as they were uh, when they enjoyed that, that rich vein of form leading up to their League Cup final. Yeah, and uh, Louis Moult, uh, replaced by Curtis Main. Curtis Main got absolutely no change out of Arneson or McKenna when the sides met just uh, a few days ago. Yeah, and it would be lovely to see a repeat of that scenario, Dave, just looking at the games between the two sides this season, Aberdeen and Motherwell. Uh, two wins apiece, but uh, Aberdeen legend Neil Simpson, well, the Gothenburg great, says uh, that goes out the window because this is a one-off. Regardless of what's on before, you know, you, you go out there, you, you do your best to win, and I, I think, you know, they've got the, the players, even though there's, you know, three, three boys out of suspension. I do think we've got the players that they can beat Motherwell and I think we've shown that especially defensively the way Scott McKenna has, has come in you know he's he's been outstanding since he's come in and since the last Motherwell game 
so he's mar he marshaled the troops that day and, and uh, got the victory and I think we can do that again. This is Red Friday North Sound, one with Dave Galloway, Andrew Shiny, and Dave McDermott. And uh, Dave, uh, at the end of the day, a semi-final, it's a very special occasion and we'll, we'll talk about the fans a bit later on, mm. but uh, it is a, a special day out. Yeah, it is. It's it's absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, personally, the nerves are uh, well and truly uh, jangling now. This week has has been a bit special for for myself and for for Aberdeen fans up and down the country. For all the the, the players as as well. You know, with each passing day, the nerves get that m bit more intense. The excitement grows. Carry Arneson, he says, this is definitely more than just another match obviously it's a bit more important than your average league game uh, but it's it's been a 50 50 it's been 50 50 games against them all season long they've won two we've won two so it'll be a very interesting game and it will make it we're still going for the league andrew in terms of the second place finish i think we all accept that celtic are going to wrap the league up but uh, in terms of uh, there's an expectation amongst the Red Army that uh, this is a game that we really need to win. Yeah, it's a, it's a game, as you say, we need to win, but it's a game that we should win uh, for the reasons that I've, I've mentioned before. Um, I think Aberdeen are, are going to be better suited to the Hamden pitch. Uh, it's that bit bigger uh, than Fair Park is. And I think, you know, as, as Simi said, Scott McKenna, marshalling that defence and Cowrie Arneson who you know Dave's talking about uh, the nerves growing during the week Cowrie it just seems to sail over the top of his head he, mm. his demeanour doesn't change from one day to the next he's That's so true. laid back he's almost horizontal but um, you know in his own way he'll be fired up for this game if he's selected of course um, but uh, I think the, our two central defenders will be able to handle anything that Mother will throw at us their three central defenders struggled against Stevie May last time and I think as I mentioned earlier you know Ryan Christie uh, could be a real key man for Aberdeen and he loves the occasion of playing at Hamden. As we, we saw, saw last yeah, year. we saw it last year. But it, it's it's the most important game of the season right now. Yeah, it it, it certainly is. Um, Neil Cooper, he says, there's so much riding on this one. It's been a up and down season. You know, we had the team struggled a wee bit against the teams near the top of the league. Um, got to bounce back after the disappointment at Hearts last um, last week, and this is a great opportunity for them to do that and reach another final which Aberdeen fans expect now, you know. We'll continue our build-up to Motherwell against Aberdeen at 12.15 kick-off at Hamden tomorrow after these. One's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and me, Dave McDermott. Semi-final of the William Hill Scottish Cup, 12.15 tomorrow afternoon, Motherwell against Aberdeen. And uh, the focus in the build-up, uh, Andrew, has been about who's not playing with uh, us having three players missing. The two captains are also missing, so it will be different uh, lineups from what we saw a week past Tuesday. Yeah, and it will be very different lineups to when uh, Motherwell beat us in the League Cup because Peter Hartley, obviously, who's a scorer that night, 
is out injured. Craig Tanner's out injured. Carl McHugh's suspended. So they're missing three key players in as much as in the same way as we're missing Graham Shinney, Kenny McLean, and Shea Logan. Uh, it, it's all about strength of depth in your squad. And again, I think Aberdeen uh, hold the whip hand there over Motherwell. And uh, it will be interesting to see what what Derek's changes are. You would imagine that Dominic Ball will come in in a, a defensive capacity. Um, will Rooney start up front? Will Stevie May move to a, a different position? Lots of ifs, buts and maybes. And the only person that will be able to answer that one for us is the manager uh, at approximately what, quarter to two tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see who will actually skipper the side because uh, Derek wasn't giving anything away uh, with the press earlier in the week. Yes, uh, typical Derek. You, you cannot second guess the man. He's very confident, though, that uh, the Dons will cope without Shinny, Logan and McLean. We're used to Shinny being suspended, not so much the other two. So we're without three key players, but that can't be the narrative for this week. It can't be something we I dwell on getting into the game. You know, it's opportunities for others. The reason we have a squad is for um, circumstances like Saturday where we will, uh, other players will be able to step up and get their opportunity. And sometimes, you know, to to negate the disappointment of that or to balance it off, you actually get maybe a bit of impetus and freshness into the team. So it's no, it's no all doom and gloom. We would rather have them available, of course, but we don't. So for me, there's no point in, in dwelling on it too much and the focus must be on the players who are available. And Neil Simpson also has his views on the three missing players. For me, it's a spur for the players coming in. You know, if they come in and they do well, I think Derek has got a you know a problem in terms of who, who's he got to pick for the final, uh, because you know that that's how it works in football. You go back to 1970, and you got Derek McCarthy, who was nowhere near it, and scored in the quarter-final, made his part, played in the semi-final, and scored in the final. So hopefully, there's something on like that lines around the corner as well. We're expecting about 12,000 uh, to travel. Red Army, the sales when I left the club um, earlier were 11, 7, almost 11, 8. So similar to last year. Yes, I, I think there'll probably be around about the eighteen to 20,000 mark at Hamden. But, you know, a, a lot of people are making a, a big song and dance about the fact that uh, Aberdeen and Motherwell aren't filling Hamden. I don't know where they think we're going to get all the fans from to, to go and fill Hamden, to be perfectly honest. But... Uh, um, I think they'll still generate a, a good atmosphere and as we say the incentive is there for both sets of players to make it uh, a typical Scottish Cup semi-final Well we'll be leaving very early mm. in the morning and uh, it, it is important that all these fans who've uh, given up, got up early on their, their days off to go down to Hamden to cheer on the team it's so important that they come back with something i.e. a cup final to look forward to Oh yeah absolutely we can overstate the, the importance of that and Carrie Arnes and he would love to win tomorrow's tie for the Red Army Obviously it'll be a big turnout and, and there's a lot to play for but I think uh, the group is experienced enough to, to be to handle that I think. Yeah, You mentioned the big turnout there uh, huge ticket sales for Aberdeen despite a, a lunchtime kickoff. that's even more incentive to put them back up the road with a smile on their face isn't it? Yeah definitely I mean like I said before, it's the biggest game of the season. It'll be lovely to do for the fans that, that travel down to, to get a win. 
We've heard plenty from the Aberdeen camp. Let's hear now from the Motherwell manager, Steve Robinson. We've played them four times. We've won two. They've won two. Um, and they've won the games for the same reasons we won them. You know, And we've, we've identified what we didn't do in the two games. And, and I'm sure they've done the same. So there's not a lot between the two teams. You know, Derek's put a, a very competitive squad together there. You know, their, their league position tells you that. And, and we're well aware that we'll have to be on the top of our game. If we're not, the result that happened uh, you know, last week will, will happen again. But if we produce the performance, Performances that we have done away to Pataudry and in the, the earlier cup game then we've got a great chance Dave you're one to watch uh, my one to watch uh, I am going to go for uh, Adam Rooney um, hasn't started every game of late if he leads the attack uh, tomorrow though the supply to him has to be right assuming that's the case he can be the match winner Andrew. Well, one of the guys who will be providing the ammunition, you would hope, but who can score goals himself, uh, Ryan Christie, who, as we've mentioned before, enjoys the big stage. And uh, Ryan, <laughs> for purely selfish reasons, will be hoping that Rangers win the other semi-final because that would mean he'd be able to play in the cup final. It would indeed. So that would be a nice scenario. So um, let's turn our attention to the predictor. Last week's scores, well, um, it was uh, Alan, our colleague, Alan Davison, who was representing the Red Army, didn't do very well. He only got two points. Day, Andrew, you and me got four each. And Dave G, congratulations. Round of applause, only joking, uh, for six <laughs> points. So that means I'm still uh, firmly anchored at in fourth position with 99 points. Andrew, you're 106, <laughs> same as your age. And uh, Dave, ooh. 107. And the Red Army still out in front, but the lead has been cut. 114. So. It's a, a bit of a mixed bag this week because there's obviously just the one Premiership game, so we've got a couple of Highland League games in there as well. But uh, let's start, uh, Dave, with Hamilton against Kilmarnock tomorrow afternoon. Well, Aki's with four straight defeats. They're in a bit of bother, aren't they? Down at the wrong end of the table, just four points above the playoff place. Kilmarnock, though, have won the last five league games 2 0 to Kelly. Andrew? Yeah, I agree with the 2-0. Steve Clark, manager of the month. Stephen O'Donnell, well done to him. Ex-Aberdeen youth player, of course. He got uh, the the player of the month. I can only see that being another comfortable Kilmarnock win by, as we said, a scoreline of 2-0. Well, the Red Army are represented tonight by Tyrone Smith uh, from STV. We'll hear from Tyrone shortly. But uh, I'm going to go Hamilton 1, Kilmarnock 2. Next one up is Peterhead at home to Cowdenbeath. Let's hear from Peterhead boss Jim Mack. I think we need to win our three games and try and force a mistake for for Montrose. I watched them the other night and they're brimming with confidence and they're obviously a team chasing a title and I could see that in them but in football, as we've seen this week in some of the big games, it only takes one thing to go against you and and tables can turn and and if that situation arises with Montrose we need to be there to pick up the pieces and uh, we can only do that by winning our three games and that's what we'll just be setting out to do Andrew, Peterhead against Cowdenbeath. Uh, I've got to go for a Peterhead win there. The incentive there, uh, as Jim said, is that they've got to win all their games to, to have a chance of overhauling Montrose. I think they'll win it 3-0. Dave? I'm going to go for 4-0 to the Blue Toon. OK, I've gone 2-0 for the Blue Toon. Broader Rangers against champions Cove Rangers in the Highland League Dave yeah magnificent stuff from Cove 27 wins uh, from 30 Highland League matches they won the title with 5 games to spare uh, manager John Sheridan he may rest some players perhaps with one eye on the, the pyramid playoffs but I'll still take them to edge this one 1-0 
Andrew? Yeah, I think it'll be tight. Uh, 2-1 to Cove. I've gone 3-1 Cove. Fort William for Martin, Andrew? Well, it's over at Fort William. Had the roles been reversed, I think we'd have seen a lot more goals. Fort William got a 2-2 draw in midweek against Wick Academy. Only their third point of the season. But I still think Fort William uh, will lose this one. And for Martin, will top the 100 goals. They'll win 4-0. Dave? I'm going to go for 7-0 to Fermart. I've gone 6-0. Dave, Motherwell-Aberdeen, the big one tomorrow afternoon. Well, a really close one, I think. This could be a very nervous day indeed. Uh, Possibly extra time tomorrow, I feel. A really hard-fought encounter. The Dons, they're going to have to match the Steelmans' physical approach because they they will come at us. I see goals at both ends, but 2-1 to Aberdeen. I think it's going to be more comfortable than that Uh, I think we're going to do a a number on Motherwell the same as we did down at Fir Park we're going to win 2-0 and it will be nervy for a while but I think we'll be able to see out the last half hour fairly comfortably I've gone 2-0 as well finally 2.30 on Sunday afternoon Celtic Rangers Andrew well I said that Ryan Christie hopes that Rangers win it I can't see them doing it unfortunately I think it's going to be a comfortable afternoon for Celtic and they'll win at a canter by two goals to nil Dave I agree with Andrew's winning margin but I'm going to go for 3-1 Celtic and that's exactly what I've gone for Celtic 3 Rangers 1 so let's get the Red Army this week represented by STV's Tyrone Smith OK let's start with uh, the Premiership Hamilton against Kilmarnock how's that one going to go? Probably be quite a tight game because mm-hmm. Hamilton as we know they might be the wrong end of the table but mm-hmm. they make things difficult so I'll say I'll say 1-0 Kilmarnock League 2 a big one Peterhead against Cowdenbeath Peterhead always got goals in them Cowdenbeath struggling can't see beyond a Peterhead win I'm going to say quite a comfortable Peterhead win I'll go 3-0 Highland League some intriguing actions there well done to Cove Rangers mm-hmm. firstly magnificent Highland League triumph they're away to Brora Rangers difficult one I think he might shake his team up Brora always always a, a tough nut to crack I'm going to go for a scoring draw I'll maybe say I'll maybe say 1-1 in this one uh, and also there might be a few goals in the next game I'm about to put to you for Martin United face Fort William um, dear oh dear it's not been a good season for Fort William it's going to be a for Martin win isn't it there's going to be a lot of goals 8-0 for Martin and then the big one on Saturday, of course, Tyrone, uh, Scottish Cup semi-final, Motherwell against Aberdeen. Aberdeen are the undoubted favourites. Uh, they obviously have the advantage of having beaten Motherwell in the league uh, down in uh, Lanarkshire a couple of weeks ago. Will that give them a psychological edge? I don't know. Um, I can't see beyond an Aberdeen win. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it'll be a physical game. Um, but I'm going to go for Aberdeen to win 2-1. And then Sunday in the other semi-final, some other game, can't think who it is. Oh, yeah, Celtic against <laughs> Rangers. I think it's a crucial game for, well, obviously, the fact it's an old firm derby. I think it's a particularly crucial game for, for Rangers and Graham Murty. But, uh, again, I can't see beyond Celtic, and I'm going to go 2-0. Good luck to East End tomorrow who can clinch the McBookie.com First Division East title with a win at New Advocates Park against Cruden Bay. That's your lot. Remember, 12.15 tomorrow afternoon, Motherwell against Aberdeen at Hamden. Come on, you Reds. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. The northern lights of old Aberdeen mean home, sweet home to me. The Godspeed.